0: If you really want to know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those What's going on out there, nation? Welcome into another edition of the Country Roads Webcast, brought to you by Almost Heaven Athletics. I will be your host, Stephen Vestal, this evening, uh, filling in for our host Jordan Cruz and our co-host uh, Bradley Brown. A um, little bit of a busy week for the Almost Heaven Athletic family uh, this week, so I'll be doing the solo podcast. Uh, we're going uh, doing a little bit of a joint podcast this evening. Uh gonna be doing the Texas recap um and then followed by uh, the Iowa State preview. So uh got a little bit of uh little of a jam packed show for you this evening. So uh, just gonna dive right into it real quick. Uh looking at the Texas game, um I thought the Mountaineers played really, really well, uh despite losing this football game. Um, you know uh Austin Kendall has uh you know been met with a lot of criticisms for the uh, the four interceptions that he threw this week, and uh, you know Neil Brown has mentioned it in, in in the press conference, and uh, and, and I think that uh, if you if you really watch the game and you've seen how it all dived out, uh, I don't think you can really put most of the blame on Austin Kendall. I think that uh, in in my mind, I viewed it as he played the best game that he's played all season. Now, he threw uh, thirty one for forty six for three hundred and sixty seven yards and three touchdowns had a QBR uh thirty point five. Uh but that's just with those interceptions you're gonna you're gonna have that. And I think uh you know if you've got more experience receivers out there uh you know running routes for Austin Kendall then you don't have three of those interceptions. So uh you know the team as a whole I thought played well for WVU and I thought the defense uh played really well. No, uh, and I I I do think that West Virginia is still gonna squeak by and win um win one football game that they're not supposed to. Whether that will be this weekend or whether that will come later in uh in the season, that will yet to be determined. But uh the Mountaineers really uh really tried to battle late in this one. I just don't think they executed well enough on offense to be able to uh beat the Texas Longhorns. Getting into uh, the players of the game, uh, for me, um, I think uh, offensively, I've got to go with T.J. Simmons. Um, I, I talked about Austin Kendall and how well he played despite those interceptions, but uh, T.J. Simmons had a game for himself. He had seven receptions for 135 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Sam James was, was Sam James, and he came out and played the way he did. He had 66 yards on uh, six catches and a score. Uh, Sean Ryan really started to look the way that fans thought that he was going to look, you know, the way everybody talked about him uh, during the preseason. But uh, unfortunately for the Mountaineers, uh, they're going to lose Sean Ryan for a few weeks to that injury. And, uh, you know, you really hate to see that for a kid who's really tried to uh, to battle to where he's at to this point in the season. Uh, Rushing for the Mountaineers was not a strong suit at all. Uh, West Virginia just could not get anything going up front on the offensive line and uh the Longhorns just stopped the Mountaineers and punched them in the mouth all day long. Uh Letty Brown uh looked good on a, on a few runs as well as as all the other running backs. Austin Kendall even had a good looking run at one point uh, just but just as a whole uh the Mountaineers never uh just never did seem to get anything going uh in the running game and that just has seemed to be something that the Mountaineers have battled all season long, and and it isn't necessarily a surprise, I would say, uh, because I think, you know, for the people that looked at it going into the season, we knew how young this Mountaineer offensive line was and uh, all the question marks that we had uh, coming into the season. Uh, And, you know, and, of course, once you get into the season, you you lose Josh Shields, and that's just an even bigger punch to the, you know, to – the problems that you have up front, uh, you know, but despite, you know, all games that you have like this, I think the that West Virginia has done well at uh, improving from game to game on the offensive line, you know, moving forward, West Virginia just has got to find a way to stop, uh, to stop those guys up front because uh you know even moving forward into this weekend you know it doesn't get any easier with this defensive front because Iowa states going to show you some things uh that no one else will uh but uh anyway looking for uh looking ahead that uh the defensive um player of the game uh I I'm, I'm going to go with uh, get uh go ahead and uh stick with uh my normal pl- uh defensive player of the game uh that I have every week and that's got to be uh, Darius Steels this guy has <laughs> he just lives in the backfield he never seems to really have a bad game uh you know he he just comes to play every single week he had uh, another another game with uh three tackles for a loss and he got in the backfield uh, for another sack this uh this past weekend and he had four total tackles and that just seems to be the same thing every single week for this guy and, you know uh Josh Norwood also had a really good game he had nine solo tackles and uh, Josh Chandler continues to do what he does uh, at that linebacker position uh but you know we got some uh some new guys in the spot uh in their spots this week who really kind of came in and done well uh you got Tyke Smith uh he really came in and done well filling in for Giovanni Stewart uh Quindarius Qualls he's been in there for a few weeks and Ruben Jones both of those guys have been doing really well on the defensive line uh Vendarius Cowan. uh that was one that I've Pretty sure every mountaineer fan uh was excited for this week, you know you get that transfer in the off season. I think everybody was really wanting to see how that panned out and I think he he done really well this past weekend he had um he got back there and got the Sam ellinger uh one good time and and I really like to see that out of the first game back for him uh so uh you know, as a whole you know i, I The takeaways that I get from this game are, you know, West Virginia, yeah, they, you know, Austin Kendall come out and he threw the four interceptions. And yeah, you know, West Virginia goes from being the team that protects the ball really well to a team that, you know, those those four interceptions cost them the football game this past weekend. And a lot of fans feel like we had it there in our hands and, you know, we gave the football game away. But uh, you, you can look at it of one of two ways. You can look at it of you know, West Virginia lost that football game, or you can see it as, you know, this West, this young West Virginia football team hanging in there with the number 11 football team in the country. And, you know, this Texas football team returned most of what they had last year on last year's football team. And that team scored one less point than what they scored against this team this year. We just didn't, as, you know, West Virginia just didn't have the same offense as they did last year so you don't have uh you know the same kind of explosiveness at the receiver position and definitely not at the quarterback position although i'm a fan of austin kendall i think he's approving every game uh, i just think that you know west virginia is gonna face these types of football games and you know I, i've been i've been talking about it all year long how west virginia is going to get to this point in the season where things are going to fall down south, you're going to start losing football games. You're going to really find out how young this football team is. You're going to really find out how inexperienced this football team is. And uh, I'm not trying to be negative as a Mountaineer fan. I'm just being a realistic Mountaineer fan. And I just know that you know this season isn't necessarily for WVU to gain wins and and uh to be a powerhouse we're not going to be a powerhouse this season is for wvu to find its identity and and just improve moving forward and i think wvu has done a good job of that mill brown and Vic Koning and the rest of the wvu coaching staff has done a good job of that all season long uh but you're still going to face difficulties uh going down to the the stretch of the season, especially once you get into the Big 12. Uh, So you start off with Kansas. That's a good way to start off the Big 12 season uh, in this particular season um, for WVU. But after that, look at who you got. You know, we've we've got Texas. You've got Iowa State this next week, and then you've got Oklahoma the next week, and then you've got Baylor. All of those teams, uh, I can almost guarantee you, according to ESPN, will be a game that WVU should lose. Uh, and so it's not going to be the same kind of season that WVU fans are used to having. So we have to view these games from a different mindset. So instead of viewing them as, you know, we lost a contest with tech, the number 11 Texas Longhorns by... Uh, Eleven points, and you view that as a loss. I view it as a win because uh you know it's better than losing twenty eight to to whatever it was against Missouri. Uh, I don't forgot what it is now because I don't want to remember those types of games but in my mind I, I West Virginia has vastly improved since the uh the first two weeks of this football season, and uh to me i I couldn't be more ecstatic about that. So Uh, moving on some of the things that I want to talk about with this Iowa state football game, they don't really uh, make mistakes offensively very much. (laughs) And then, and when I say offensively, I mean, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy is uh, the lifeblood of their offense. and, he just he comes to play every single game uh this kid has uh has gotten fifteen hundred and seventy eight yards so far on this young football season and threw for ten touchdowns so far uh he's only thrown for two interceptions uh and he's also very versatile with the uh in the fact that he can use his legs as well. He's also ran for five touchdowns on the year um one of the things about Brock Purdy is you know West Virginia thoughts fans thought that Sam Ellinger was a dynamic quarterback. Uh Brock Purdy, uh if you forgot what happened last year in Ames, uh, is kinda like uh the the better version of Sam Ellinger. He, I, in my mind I would take him over Sam Ellinger, um, if you're giving me the choice between the two. I, I think that, you know, for as young as this quarterback is, he's just somebody that is going to be a star within the next uh, two years uh, in the Big 12 if he, if he stays until his senior year. But um, this matchup honestly scares me a little bit more than, than the one uh, that we had last Saturday uh, in the fact that, um, that he plays so well. And to make things worse, uh, you look at their defense, and their defense is uh, one of the most confusing and unique schemes that WV will face all season. Uh, they run a three safety scheme, uh, which allows them to bring down one of the safeties and two of their linebackers to, uh, to switch them from a four man front to, uh, to a seven man front and, uh, you know, the staff of football. So that makes things very, very confusing for not only a good football team, um, that West Virginia has, but a very young football team, uh, Last year, West Virginia's team was loaded with Will Greer and David Seals and Gary Jennings and uh, you name it, we got it. All of those stars, and we couldn't do anything up in names last year. I mean, West Virginia went up there and was just flabbergasted at what the defense was showing them. Uh, I, I remember just watching it, and Will Greer just, I mean, could not – escape the pocket without three Iowa State defenders being in his face immediately. West Virginia has changed a lot since then. Iowa State has not. No, they run uh, virtually the same exact scheme as they did last year, with virtually almost every single player back from uh, from that team. And uh, you know their three and two record for them this year, not really a good reflection on how they how they've played. I mean they've the one one of the games that they lost was uh, the Iowa game uh so that's the the rival game and they lost that by one point uh and the other one um you, Iowa State was up in this game uh in the game against Baylor uh 21 to nothing I believe uh heading into the fourth quarter and Baylor ended up coming back and beating them on the uh the last second field goal um so you know two heartbreaking losses first of all and two very close losses so you know three and two not very accurate uh not not a very clear depiction on what uh this Iowa state cyclones teams ha- uh team has so west virginia really uh needs to find itself on the offensive line uh defensively i think we're fine i think the defensively uh, they have really, so I, I expected them to be really good defense, uh, defensively up front. Uh, but what West Virginia has done this year that has surprised me has been uh, the secondary play. And, and I think that that is something that's been a pleasant surprise for many Mountaineer fans who have, uh, uh, you know, missed, missed that aspect of the defense since the old Big East days. Uh, so looking forward to getting into the rest of this season. That's something I, that uh, I definitely look forward to seeing uh, especially with some of these newer guys getting into the secondary, uh, some of these younger guys like Tyke Smith and, and all of those other guys. So once we uh, get into this season, we're going to see a little bit more of uh, uh, versatility from this defense. <laughs> Looking at uh, looking ahead and looking at my um, X factors for this weekend against the Cyclones, um, it's got to be uh, it's got to be the offensive line for WVU. And I think uh, it's got to be how well our push will be uh, that, you know, that three man or the three safety look is going to be a very, very confusing look for West Virginia. And I think how well our offensive line puts a hat on a hat and uh, and gets the job well uh, done up. Uh, up that way and our receiver uh receivers blocking as well. So I guess more so our blocking uh more so than our offensive line, but uh I think our blocking is going to be uh, what is uh really going to be the difference maker uh, this weekend. You know. Uh it's really <laughs> it's really difficult to do uh a solo man podcast. I'm, I'm I'm figuring out, ladies and gentlemen, so just bear with me. I'm trying to uh remember how uh how our co-host or how our uh, good host jordan cruz uh goes through the show here so you go from the x factor and then we we will jump into uh i guess we'll go into our uh jump into our predictions for the game uh, seems awful early but uh yeah i guess when you've only got you know one person talking to himself it goes by pretty quick Last week, um, I talked about how in the prediction round table, um, I picked the Mountaineers to lose, uh, to, to the Longhorns. And, uh, that was part of a four game skid that I had West Virginia on in, uh, in my seat in my preseason predictions, uh, last week, I went against those predictions and I picked the Mountaineers to upset Texas. Uh, I just had a really good feeling about it and I thought the crowd was going to be good enough to, uh to help the Mountaineers get that W this weekend. And it just uh, did not prove to be enough. So um, I think I learned my lesson a little bit and then uh, going against my gut feeling. So um, this weekend, um, unfortunately I'm going to have to pick the Mountaineers to lose. Uh, And I think it will be a tough, uh, tough football game, a close ball game. Um, But I'm picking the Mountaineers, um, to lose in this one 38 to 31 like i said though i do think it's going to be a hard fought battle i think austin kendall does come back and he plays really well once again i think that uh despite losing sean ryan i think this wvu uh receiving core will look once again really well and i think the news coming in this morning the sam james will be uh an active uh member of the or an active player on the roster that's that's a that's a big get because <laughs> uh, you you've got TJ Simmons and you've got a couple other guys, but you really don't have any guys that have proven themselves as much as Sam James has. Uh, And so you really, if you're West Virginia, you really have to have him back. I've harped about the defense enough for one episode. So I don't really think I need to get into that uh, any, any much more, but I guess if I had any final thoughts on this, uh, looking ahead to tomorrow, I think that, uh, you know, West Virginia's just gotta find themselves. Uh, I've been saying that all season long, uh, but you know, for West Virginia to really, truly get over that hump and uh, to be able to beat those types of teams like Texas and like, uh, you're, well, you're not going to beat Oklahoma. Uh, let me backtrack on that one. Uh, but to be like a, to teams like uh, Texas and Iowa State, once you get in down the road a little bit. West Virginia may have a chance to, uh, to beat TCU who isn't looking as strong as we thought they were Jordan Cruz, <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, he picked them to beat, uh, Oklahoma in the big 12 championship. Uh, so just cause you're not here, Cruz don't mean we can't, uh, harp on you a little bit. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, um, A rainy day tomorrow. It looks like it's going to be a 4 p.m. kickoff, so uh, it's going to be, you know, get into the night hours a little bit as the uh, the game gets into the fourth quarter. So we're we're going to really find out uh, how well this West Virginia team responds to adversity, I guess you could you could say, because uh, they've only done it one more time this past season or this season, and uh, I thought they did really well. Coming off of that Missouri game whenever they played NC State, they looked really well. So hopefully they can do it again this weekend and they can prove me wrong. And uh, they can make Brock Brock Purdy uh, look pretty silly, but um, it's going to be a tough, tough battle and a tall job for WVU. But that's why they play the game. As always, um, we are going to be bringing you the preview show next monday uh we're going to be getting back on track sorry about all the uh the discombobulation this week with the podcast guys it's been just a uh, a crazy week like i said within the the almost seven athletics family so just kind of bear with us and uh we're just excited to watch the mountaineers play tomorrow so uh guys thank you very much and uh filling in for my uh for my co-host jordan cruz and bradley bound um I am Steven Vestal, and as always, let's go mouthful.